You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, and the uh, Rangers did lose 4-1 to the Predators, if you were looking for that. What's up there, Flegelman? Uh, no, Eddie Scazzeri, nice to have you what? with us. Uh, we get to guys a football Friday. It's cool games coming up, and his name oh, is man. Al John Dukes. What's up? Oh, hi there, Jerry. Jerry, do you want to talk about sports from last night? Um, we can do whatever the hell you please. I would like to talk sports. First of all, yesterday I asked you, I said, Jerry, there are three main sports yeah. going on. Uh, last night we had uh, Rangers against the. Uh, well, I thought Red Wings yesterday morning turned out it was the Predators. Uh, no, I mean uh, Texas Rangers. Texas Rangers and the Astros. And the Astros, we had Phillies, Arizona. Which you were looking forward to because it was, was five o'clock. Uh, I forgot it was on. And then Did you really? Jaguars, Saints. And I said, of those three games, Jerry, which will be the most exciting? Yeah. And you said Phillies, Arizona. And yeah. I believe you are correct in there. Would you I, say that? Yeah. I mean, I watched uh, about, I only got to see live four innings of this game. Yeah. And it was, uh, yeah, it was pretty good. I mean, the pitching was good. And you know, it's always funny to me in a baseball game when teams are matching zeros and nothing's happening. And then all of a sudden, a team breaks through, and the other team comes right back yes. and ties the game. It's like, come on. Right. That's what's weird. Like a game that might go into extra innings because it's 0-0. Yes. Then like in the top of the 10th, the team scores four runs. Bottom of the 10th, four <laughs> runs. I know. It's what? so stupid. I know. Where were, or in the NFL where the game's like, it's a 7-3 game going into the fourth quarter. And then both teams put up two or three yep. touchdowns. Yeah. It's very strange. Things just changed like that. Yeah. So, I don't know. I didn't take much from that uh, Phillies game. Big deal. 2-1. Uh, when's it go back to Philly, Jerry? Uh, well, you got a couple more games in Arizona. What was two interesting. More? Yeah. What was really interesting was, you know, we were talking last week about um, going into game one of the NLCS with the Phillies and Diamondbacks, that if you wanted to go to the game, how much it would cost to go yeah. to Citizens Bank Ballpark. Very pricey. Standing room only tickets. The get in the door price after fees was five fifty. Five hundred and fifty dollars for a standing room only ticket. That sounds very reasonable, Jerry. I heard for rich people. I turned the radio station on yesterday as I had to run to the store in the whatever time it was, four o'clock, two o'clock, I don't even know what time it was. And I hear Evan talking about how much the tickets were on StubHub for this game in Arizona. Fifteen dollars. I saw uh, what? I saw in the very beginning nine dollars. If you're a Phillies fan, no, and I'm not joking. You could have flown to Arizona, got a stay in a hotel for a night, and it would have cost less yeah. than two standing room only tickets, tolls, parking to go to Philly. Right, for a pair of tickets, absolutely. That is bizarre. Another reason to move to Arizona. They did say it did sell out, though, after all. Then, well, StubHub's secondary market. Oh, I see what I, you're I'm, saying. I'm yeah. sure it was sold out. The point is there's no... 
there's no demand on the secondary market for the tickets like there are in New York and in and in Philly and in Boston. It's crazy. Yeah, it's the, it's like the the big old cities still love baseball and the other cities they could take it or leave it, Jerry. Although I would think if your team's in the championship series, you're interested in going just to hop on. I'm a big bandwagon guy. I'd love to hop that. on a bandwagon. I know you do. If I was living out there and I wasn't following baseball, I'd be it's that time to hop on the bandwagon. You would you would go today. Yeah, why not? It's, bandwagon it's, hopper. It's just I'm it's just crazy to me. So two one uh, Diamondbacks win with a I know you hate the term walk off single or game walk off single. Uh, game winning game single. winning single yes game winning single that was a uh, it was an exciting game though I did watch I went and watched the last couple innings this morning right just to get the feel for what was going on yeah and man who's that pitcher on the Diamondbacks at the end of the game do you remember uh, I don't off the top uh, of my head. Seawald oh Paul Seawald right Paul Seawald. the former Met. Oh, man. I forgot about that. Yeah. He was getting squeezed at one point, and he was jumping up and down because uh, a ball he thought he had a nice strike three. It was called high. Right. But then he threw a beautiful pitch after that. Struck right. out the Phillies. So let me ask you this. All right. Do you think the ticket... I'm sorry. I was, I was half paying it. All right. Fair enough, Jerry. Do you think, and then we'll wrap it up with this, that the tickets were so cheap because they lost the first two games in Philly and there was no belief? Because I'm looking for today... And the cheapest ticket now it's not Philadelphia, it's not five hundred bucks. But with fees, the cheapest getting the door price for today's game, game four, is ninety dollars. That doesn't make sense. That it was nine dollars yesterday and today it's ninety. Well, maybe they, yeah, maybe now the real bandwagon jumpers are on. They they won a game yesterday. So now the Al Dukes of yeah. Phoenix are in. I'd be like, Oh oh really? Maybe I need to go to this game. <laughs> maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Yeah, they got a win under the belt. They made it the series. Still incredibly cheap for yes. a playoff game, but yes, not or, $9. Although the game, I was going to say, Friday night games are much more fun to go yes, to. Yes, I agree. Although yesterday's game would have been at uh, 2 p.m. out Maybe there. Maybe that's it. Maybe because everyone's working, and today it's Friday, it's later, right? Because the, the, yeah, the Rangers and Astros are the early game today. Jerry, I look around. I don't know if it doesn't appear to be anybody working. That's true, too. There's traffic at all times. Uh, you try to go uh, get breakfast. Uh, there's a line. Yeah, no, I'm with you. They go to Costco right now at uh, 5 o'clock in the morning. It's packed. If they were open to be packed, you can't get out the door. There's a line to get in right now. So I know you tell me people work. I don't see it, Jerry. Do you know when people work? Around here, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Take off Mondays and Fridays. It, I went. I, so I walked to the elevator yesterday at 11 o'clock with Pete Bellotti. It took us, I'm not kidding, seven minutes to get an elevator. Yeah. Seven minutes. Freaking Google. Come on. Google lives here now. That's why Mondays and Fridays have become much better. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then uh, the in the other uh, series, Jerry, Let's if we're going to finish up a little baseball. Yeah. The uh, the Rangers, a uh, dude on the Rangers got doubled up at first base due to having a batting glove in his back pocket. Oh, Marcus Simeon. Marcus Simeon, yeah. who I thought was the guy that Jets picked up as a quarterback. That's his brother, Trevor. Trevor Simeon. Mm-hmm. Are they really brothers? Yeah. For real? No. Come oh. on, man. <laughs> I was going to mostly say swear, Jerry. Swear on your life. <laughs> I'm just kidding with you. Swear on your life. <laughs> I didn't think you would go for that. So, yeah, so... I'm not sure whether I... I don't like it. I don't like it either. So like, I understand it. I don't like it. So this uh, Marcus Semien's on first base, got himself a nice, solid lead. Line drive to the yeah. first baseman. First baseman tags him uh, out as he's trying to get back Called to first base. Called safe, though, on the field. Called safe on the field. When they micro-dose it down to little tiny thing, the, the guy had a uh, batting glove in his back pocket. One of the fingers... <laughs> One of the fingers, not all of the fingers. One finger flew up and got tapped, <laughs> and they called him out. And 
I get it's it's not wrong. I just, right, it's part of the uniform. I just you... don't like it. I mean, it, and we're seeing it on replay as yeah. we're talking about it in the, on the monitor. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's part of the uniform if it's in the pocket, but it's goofy. One finger, Jerry. Look. Yeah. Oh! No, I know. And they really did have to, they had to really hone in on it. Like, yeah. There, there was a big zoom to get to it. The whole thing to me, though, is it's kind of like, I li- I do like replay. You know I want the I want the computer generated strike zone. I'm not saying get robot rid of, umps. Yes, I'm not saying get rid of the umpire behind home plate. They still have a role, but I want the strike zone corrected. I hate the way the game is called, and I love replay. But something like that bothers me, even though I know it's technically correct. And also the whole neighborhood thing at second base annoys me, even though I know it's technically correct. And the other one is when a player steals second, clearly safe. They pop up. And their yeah. cleat spike just barely comes off the base. And the guys, I, I know he's out, but he's safe. Right. He, just, he made it to the base. God, I can't stand that. I agree with that, Jerry. Uh, and the uh, the uh, band Creed. Remember yeah. Creed, didn't, Jerry? They didn't manifest Creed into winning last night? No, they manifested Creed because they showed up at the game. Yeah. And they were excited to be there. But they didn't win. But it was not enough to beat the Astros. Hey, the Astros or something, man. What's that series now? 2-2? Two, two, two. Two. Two two and the Astros are now ten and one in Arlington this year. Ten and one. Is that right? That is crazy. Man. Like the Rangers can't beat them in their own stadium. Yeah, I'm enjoying the baseball playoffs. By and could by you that, isolate I mean, that, please, Mike? I am. If you don't mind, I really didn't think I would care it's, about baseball it's playoffs. Fun. It's interesting. I I agree. That's why I hate that we shut it down around here. Shut now, it down, Jerry. Listen, if the Pirates and Rays are playing yeah. in the World Series, I understand there's not much interest. But I've been on the Rangers all year. The Astros are fun. The Phillies, I hate to say this, are a fun watch. Yeah, it's been good. They are a fun watch, Jerry. I'm a freaking Phillies fan at this point. Sorry to say that to my (laughs) Met fans. Here's the question. You have your fraudulent list of five favorite teams every Tuesday. (laughs) Yeah. Who will be your favorite baseball team on opening day? It'll be the Mets. No, it can't be the Mets. You just said you no, no, become a Phillies fan. I'll forget about this no. by the, in that long period in the, the dead of winter. What if I took you to game two at Citizens Bank Ballpark? Of the World Series? Uh, not, no, 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 no. Oh. So game one's crazy because it's packed. Home opener. Oh, game or, or two the, in the regular but season. But game two, it's much quieter, but not, I mean, Philly's still crazy. Nice day game, maybe a 2 p.m. start. We drive down. Yeah. I'll have you home by 6 o'clock. Nice and easy. You, you, you'll be breaking out some Phillies gear. I know you will. Oh, because yeah, I'm not going to wear a Met gear at the... I didn't say it's Mets Phillies. I don't know who they're playing. No, no, I, I know what you're saying. But And I even, like, disliked Bryce Harper. And not now anymore. I like, I like him. I agree. Sucks. I did not like Bryce Harper either. Yeah. Until my son came across a YouTube video about Harper in high school. Yeah. And the draft and then his time in Washington. I... He became a very likable figure to me. Yeah, he's listening to sports talk radio yep. down there, having fun with the callers. Wouldn't he have been great? God, if he was a Yankee. That well, then I wouldn't if we like saw him. Very. Well, you don't know that. You might have liked him more, actually. That's true, because I do root for the Yankees here. Yeah. I'm so confused. You, uh, well, you're not a fan. Oh. You're casual. Cash? Yeah, you're a casual All fan, right. I suppose. Does the rock band Creed have to show up again, you think? No, I'd kick him out now. now. They lost 10-3. <laughs> get out. Not only that, they gave up a bunch of runs early. Yeah, get out, Creed. So, it was so funny, too. You and I agree, Max Scherzer was not great the other night. Correct. And Bruce Bochy's making excuses for yes. him. Andrew Haney didn't have it last night. 
And he's like, oh, yeah, he didn't have it. What? But the night before, Max Scherzer was good? Right, he did a lot of good things. It's funny. And then last night there was an NFL game, Jerry. It was uh, the Jaguars beat the Saints 31-24. Uh, there was uh, what was that going into the fourth quarter? That was a twenty four nine game. Yes, another nice comeback from uh, the Saints. Yeah, so the Saints bring it all the way back, tie the game at twenty four, and then uh, mm, we uh, what's his name? Derek Carr, Jerry had some troubles down there uh, in the um, in the red zone. Well, actually, at the six yard line, there were four incomplete passes. Mm, one should have been caught. Yeah, Foster Moreau. Foster Moreau. Now, we talked earlier this week about, remember G was like, you really think when these guys go home, they give a crap? Yeah. I think we were talking about the baseball guys yes. more so than the football. So, Moreau is there with the media after the game. So, he drops a ball, Jerry. He was wide open. So, it's interesting. I don't think he dropped it. It was off his fingertips. And my first thought was Derek Carr overshot him a little bit. I agree with that. Except for the fact that he, um, no, number one, listen to just how like depressed he sounds. It's a dark place to be. It's the National Football League. Um, it doesn't come down to one play, but it comes down to one play. All right, fair enough. And then this is the next one. The team fought. The team fought. Listen to the as end. Hard as hard as we did. And um, it's just unacceptable. Unacceptable and pathetic, and he's talking about himself. And then he would go on to say, because one of the reporters said, seemed like a tough catch, and then he went on to explain, nope, lack of focus on my part. I cut the route short and was supposed to be deeper in the corner of the end zone. He put the ball where it was supposed to be, 100% on me. So, like, those are the things as fans, like, I'm watching that, you're watching that, saying, God, Derek Gard just missed him. No, Derek Carr put it in the exact spot it was supposed to be, but he broke the route off. He said two, I think he said two steps sooner than he was supposed to, and it was supposed to go deeper into the corner. That's a, a, a stand-up guy. B, another example of how we have no idea what the hell we're watching. Right, you don't know whose fault or yes. you know who's to blame in these situations. He's saying Derek Carr made the perfect pass, and he blew it. So, I don't know. Yeah, he was uh, very dejected, though. This, he was. Uh, he's tight end or a wide receiver? Tight end, Jerry? I believe. Tight end? Yeah. Moreau? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was looking. He had his head in his hands. Uh, he looked like he was crying on the bench. Yeah. And you, like you say, you, like you do want people to care, but then you also feel bad for this dude because yes. he looks like. It crosses over. Yeah. And then I, I would even wonder, like, okay, so next week, does he. Is he now doubting himself catching a ball? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Because I, if I'm him and listening to him, I don't think it's so much he feels like he dropped the ball as much as he dropped. He had lack of focus he and screwed up the route. Yeah. Plus, one touchdown catch and you're a hero again. Right. Honestly. The one quote he had, too, which I'll play at 630, uh, they said, I forget what the question was something along the lines of, you guys have been pretty close. Like, I know you're three and four, but can make every case that you could be five and two at this point. And he goes, you know, given what just happened, I don't think anything, anybody within 200 miles of this place wants to hear from me right now. <laughs> like, right. Wow. I mean, yeah. he was really hard on himself. Yeah. You know what I would do, Jerry, if I'm Derek Carr? First pass of the game goes to him. I couldn't agree with you more. That's You're what I used right. to do in touch football on the street. If one of my receivers dropped the ball, go right back to him. Now, if he dropped it, would you go over and say it's okay? Or would you be like, dude, you're killing me. My stats, I mean. Yeah. A little bit of both. <laughs> a little bit of both. But you got to go right back to him. Boom. I remember the announcers always, because I used to remember that as a kid when I was playing touch football. Mm-hmm. 
and I would say that, but I got to go right back to the announcers must have said that all the time. They probably during games when yeah. a guy dropped the ball, especially in a big spot. Yeah, go right back to him, get him on the positive side again. Then if he drops it again, oof. then he's out. Oh boy! Then we trade him, get him off the field. <laughs> two, two drops not acceptable. Exactly. One drop, you're human. Two drops, you suck. You suck. Get out. All right, quick break. When we come back, the time has come for a week seven edition of what we like to call Cool Games. That's right, Cool Games. That's your guy, Kevin Cullen, there in Middletown. He's wearing his Cool Games hoodie today, there, Al. Oh, is that right, Kevin? Uh, yeah, that's he was the guy with the birthday the other day. Okay, Cool good Games for him. fan. That's nice. exactly right. So he is waiting by patiently, as are many others, for what is about to come uh, five minutes from now or so. Actually, really two minutes. Don't go anywhere. Two minutes from now, we have cool games. Uh, we got that. And oh, by the way, Boomer and Geo on a football Friday on the fan. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Manning calling signals, takes the snap, looks left, lobs it left, first is wide open, touchdown Giants! In the left corner of the end zone! Touchdown! With 35 seconds to go, and the Giants regain the lead! Manning the first! When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Nice to have you with us. It is uh, the warm-up show till 6 o'clock. We've got a lot to do and very little time to do it in, as they say. And, uh, you know, the week started last night with the Saints and Jaguars. Turned out to be a hell of a fourth quarter. Terrific finish. Good football game. I do believe had we done this prior to, we would have not have called this a cool game. Correct. It was a good game, eh, but I was not into It didn't have Saints. any pre-game no buzz. buzz. Exactly. Jimmy. I agree. I have not looked at the schedule yet. I don't know what to expect. I do know that the two Americas teams are not playing. The Cowboys and Jets are off. So without further ado, hopefully we find something for you. Made a rhyme. I present to you, <laughs> this is so stupid, Al Dukes with the Week 7 edition of Cool Games. Thank you so much, Sherry. Really appreciate that. That was heartfelt. Time. 
your cool games. You know that it's time for some cool games. Time for your cool games. Alan Jerry, they've got your Well, we'll see. I don't know how the coolest games ever. I don't know about that. Only because you've got six teams that are off this week. Okay. I believe it's six. Might be eight. I'm not sure. It's a lot. And so that means we're down a handful of games. So less to pull from. Now, would you agree that so far, boy, Al has his eyes shut. He is swaying back and forth. Feeling it, Jerry. (laughs) Get this man a scotch. Um, Would you say yes? Most weeks, mm-hmm. we get a cool game at one, I would four, say that. and one of the primetime games, and Correct. not too many more than that. Yeah, it's been very rare that we've had two cool games in uh, one window. Yeah. So, uh, one of the weeks, Jerry, one of these weeks, we're going to get a whole a bunch boatload. of cool games. Maybe this is the week. Maybe this is the week. Now, the rules for cool games are as follows. It's got to be a game you want to put on at kickoff and watch until it's over, assuming it's a good game. But there's a buzz to the game. There's a feel for the game. And it just seems like a really cool game. Not a good game. Not a looking game. Not a peeking game. Cool game. Yeah. So, with that having been said, let's run down the games. Okay, Jerry, one o'clock window, which I just recently found out the NFL puts all the scrub games in there. So I don't <laughs> most of the scrub games. I don't have a lot of hope of this, but uh, let's give it a shot. All right, one o'clock games. All right, Jerry, I've got the Atlanta Falcons. Not a cool game. At the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Nope. I like the Bucks. I'm rooting for Baker Mayfield. Sorry, not interested. Agreed. Desmond Ritter stinks. Agreed, Jerry. What about this one? A battle of backup quarterbacks. Oh God. The Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders, Jerry, without Jimmy Garoppolo. Who's playing quarterback for them? Is it Brian Hoyer? Uh, mm, I think so. Oh, God. Uh, so we got a backup quarterback for the Raiders, and we've got a backup quarterback in Chicago with the Bears. Oh. Raiders, Bears, 1 o'clock. Oh, my God. Woo-hoo! Oh, so this is the alternate of cool. This yeah, is this is the, the opposite. opposite. This, is, this is a crap game. Crap game. Could not be less interesting. Time right. for crap games. All right, Jerry, what about the Cleveland Browns at the... Indianapolis Colts, Minshew Mania versus uh, PJ Walker. PJ Walker, no cool game, Jerry. See, it's interesting though that last week, yeah, we said the same thing. No Deshaun Watson, eh, the Niners coming in. Yeah, that turned out to be a great game. Correct, but it was not a cool game prior it's, to the yeah, kickoff. This isn't. It's just not. It's not. Like I'm not intrigued to watch this though. It could be a good game. No, I'm passing. Pass. What about the Washington Commanders Not at the New Next. York Giants? No. Is this a cool game? No. I no, agree. it's not. I'm, in, I'm intrigued by if Tyrod Taylor plays again. I think he will, right? That's the way we're leaning. I, I mean, it certainly seems like that. Daniel Jones was limited again yesterday. Still not cleared for contact. Could he be today? I guess. Could he be a game-time decision Sunday? Sure. Um, but I'm going to go on the basis right now that Tyrod Taylor is probably playing. The problem is... Did you see the Commanders against the Bears on Thursday Night Football? Was on last Thursday week night? Or two weeks ago? No, I did not see they that. They were putrid. Who's I their mean, quarterback, Sam? Sam, Sam Howell. Something? Sam Howell. Sam Howell. 
not a cool game. It's no, it's just not. All right. What about the Detroit Lions, Jerry? I think good they're five start. and one. All right, good start. At the Baltimore Ravens. This should be on paper, but not interested. Because the Ravens aren't interesting. I know. Why? Why are they not interesting? I don't know. They're not, though. You know why? I don't know. I I don't know. Not a cool game. Sorry. Oh, man. I like the Lions, though. Me, too. Like, they're fun to watch. So, red zone checking in? Good enough for me. Yeah, I agree. What about the Buffalo Bills? Good start. At the New England Patriots. Ugh. Well, that just did it. Patriots are so hard to watch. The Patriots are boring to watch. Terrible to the, watch. Mac Jones stinks. It's a bad football team. So that's not a cool no, game. No, not at all. Now, if you gave me the Lions and Bills, yeah. if we combine oh, the two games, and then you let the Patriots go on and play the Ravens, that game can we can toss aside and we can watch the uh, the Bills and the uh, Lions. Who do we talk to at the NFL? <laughs> Call Raj. To get that. Raj, I know he's, you're now at $700 million. He's, uh, he's closing in on a billion dollars of earnings. He can switch the game. Switch the game up. Switch the game. Make it like pro wrestling where every once in a while <laughs> they like switch up the uh, matches right before they're supposed to happen. All right, so that's That's your 1 o'clock window. So we have none? There are no cool games in the 1 o'clock window. Oof. Okay. Yeah. That sucks. All right, Jerry, let's go 405. There's two 405 games. 405 ones usually aren't great. It's usually no. 425. I got the uh, Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> At the Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> no. Sorry. How about here is a matchup of, uh, I'm going to say this is probably the first, su- uh, a Super Bowl rematch of one of the earliest Super Bowls that I could recall. Chiefs Packers. I'm not that old, Jerry. <laughs> Steelers. Okay. At Rams. The Vince Faragamo-led Rams against Terry Bradshaw Steelers. I think that was Super Bowl Ten. This is an interesting game. Steelers at the Rams. The problem for me calling this a cool game yeah. is that the Rams have not been great of late. I like the way they played early on. They've been mediocre ever since. And the I don't, Steelers. Yeah, I don't. I'm not. I know they had a thrilling comeback win yeah. over the Ravens last time they played. They played like crap for three quarters. And the Ravens should have won that game by two touchdowns. Yeah. So. I'm I'm sorry, no. I'm going no on this one, too. You may have one here, Jerry. 425. I hope so. Is this America's game on CBS or Fox? Uh, well, this is an AFC matchup, Jerry, an AFC West matchup. I've got the L.A. Chargers Okay. at the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm into this. Yes. Cool game. This game I would sit down. I'd be, I would be looking forward to watching. Should be up and down the field. Yes. Okay. I, I agree. AFC West matchup. 100%. I'm into that one. We only have one other 425 game, Jerry. Oh, and, two and that's, 425s. And that's the Green Bay Packers Ugh. at the Denver Broncos. Oh, God. <laughs> what an awful game. So I guess we'll all be watching Chargers Chiefs. Uh, yeah. So of the day games. We have one game. We have one cool game, Chargers Chiefs. Let's take a look at the Sunday night matchup, Jerry. Uh, this is a cool game. I know what this is because I talked yeah. about it yesterday. This might be, in my opinion, hmm, yeah, I'm going to say this might be one of the top three most anticipated games of the season wow. through week seven. I've got the Miami Dolphins yep. in Philadelphia yeah, to this, play the Eagles. This is a good one. Wow. Boy, Philadelphia's got it all. They've got a primetime game against the Dolphins. They're in the National League yeah. Championship Series. That is a very cool game, that is a, That is a great game. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, I don't have the schedule in front of me. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's a travel day for the Phillies and Diamondbacks. Oh, okay. So if you're a Philly fan, a Philadelphia fan, you've got tonight, you've got tomorrow with the Phillies. 
Sunday night, you've got the Eagles and the Dolphins, and then likely, I'll say likely, I believe they'll have a closeout game at Citizens Bank Ballpark on Monday. It's a good time oh, to man. be a Phillies fan. Oh, I wish, I wish I could be a Phillies fan and well, you're already, Philadelphia. Well, you fan. said you're a Phillies fan before. You well, just Phillies, said that we yeah. have it on tape. I mean, you said Phil- you're rooting for the Phillies now. That's true. I mean, Philly fan. Like I want to be I Philadelphia wanna, fan. Yeah, I want to root for an NFL team that's five and one. Like, that that's is a, cool. that's a great game. And then uh, Monday night to close it out, Jerry, I've got the San Francisco 49ers. Great start at the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, yeah. It could have it's been. close. You know what? So close. But see, that's the funny thing about the NFL. When you look at the season before it starts, you think you have an idea of what teams are going to be. And we say yeah. it every year until you get going and injuries. Week one, if you're looking ahead, you're circling that game. With Circled. the way the Vikings played last year and the Niners, Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson. Jefferson's out. The Vikings stink. And the Niners should go in and roll them. Doesn't mean they will, but I would say... No, it's the that's a game I'll watch probably, but that's not a must watch. All right, so we got two two cool games. Which really here's the thing. One o'clock locally if you're a Giants fan, you're watching Giants. Oh, absolutely. You're watching Giants uh Washington. Uh if you're not a Giant fan, there's nothing going on in the one no, o'clock. No, you know, window. it's a good day to go pumpkin picking. Yeah. And four, then settle in at four twenty five. Four twenty five, you've got Chiefs Chargers in Kansas City. You think uh, Scott Hansen realizes the games are terrible at one o'clock? I think he does. And thinks there could be less of an audience. Yes. But he's such a positive guy. Uh, he is that. He's so positive. He is that. I think he's a religious fella. Okay. Which, Great. Well, sometimes religious people are very positive. And sometimes they're not. And sometimes, yeah. Sometimes the. You know what's really interesting? Sometimes non religious people are really positive too. What? <laughs> Name a- one. <laughs> Eddie. Eddie's That's pretty true. positive. Eddie is pretty positive. Yes, he is. Wearing that atheist shirt the other day. <laughs> and you're telling me he's not religious? Eddie? Interesting. No, he's the opposite of uh, religious. So, all, right. all right, great job. You break Thank it you, down. Jerry. I want Thank to hear you the so much. saxophones on the way out. Saxophones? Yeah. Those were your cool games. Alan Jerry just brought you some cool games. Those were some cool games. Alan Jerry just brought you three cool three. <laughs> three. games. Stop. Cool. <laughs> so cool, Jerry. Why don't you have a cigarette? <laughs> Cigarettes are cool. <laughs> and a martini. Back in the day, smoking is cool. <laughs> when you were trying to pick up the chicks, was hey. it the Marlboro Red or was it the cool? Actually, when we tried to pick up chicks by getting them to uh, light our smokes, we would get Newports out of the hey, machine. Newports, there you go, the uh, green packet. And when you're not a smoker and you smoke a whole bunch of Newports <laughs> the next morning, your head's on fire. Winston's too. Winston's? Yeah, you look. You look to me like a Winston guy. <laughs> I should have got Marlboro because that looks like a man's well, cigarette. Marlboro Red. Yeah, Marlboro Red. The Marlboro Light, you felt like the girls had, oh, you know what you are? Virginia Slims. I am not a Virginia Slims guy, Jerry. <laughs> All right. It's a Feel Good Friday. <laughs> Presented by Casamigos Tequila. Brought to you by those who drink it. Make sure you have plenty on hand this weekend. Casamigos Tequila reminds our friends to celebrate responsibly. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. I do believe at this stage of the game that Joe Girardi is without question the right uh, 
the right man for the job, and I look forward to, to working with him and, and, uh, and watching, watching his abilities unravel over the course of the next three years. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Nice to see Dove is up and uh, driving into work listening to us, so we appreciate that. I'll give you Al's number later when I see you. Do not give him my phone number, Jay. Al should be included on these text messages when correcting us. That's all I'll say. I kind of feel sad for Saquon Barkley. I do, too. I agree with you. Like, he was asked yesterday, I guess, uh, whether he's going to be traded at the trade deadline. He wasn't asked that. He was asked about, they talked about the commanders. They talked about him feeling better. And then middle midway through about the four or five minute mark, someone said, you know, the trade deadline is coming up. Obviously, is it hard blocking out the rumors that teams are interested in you? Yeah. Which, by the way, is very flattering. Then it was, have you thought about the idea of them possibly trading you? And that's when he was like, you know, I don't want to be traded and... You know, don't want to go anywhere. I love it here. Blah, 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 blah. But yeah, yeah, it's... You know, one of the things, I don't know why I don't think about this, but he had mentioned it in his not wanting to be traded. He said, you know, it's not an easy thing to do. You have to move. Yeah. I have a family. Yeah. I would love to be here. We always talk about that. I don't ever think about that oh, stuff. No, you and I actually have talked about that. Like, you got to uproot your family. Or you move and you... Like, so we we just talked about this last week with Kirk Cousins and the Jets. Oh, Oh, and yes, remember, we did. That was the discussion how much they love living out there. We saw on the on the documentary on Netflix, and I had made the suggestion maybe if he did waive the no trade and the Jets were interested, maybe the family stays in Minneapolis while he comes and finishes out the year. It's only a handful of months at this point, and he probably right. isn't coming back next year. But it is, it's a it's a crappy thing. You're all settled, the kids are in school, things are good, you got friends, you got the home, and all of a sudden we're trading you to Nashville. Yeah, if you're a single dude living the life, just living it up, and you want to get bounce around to cool towns. That's different. Or imagine you go from like a a, a town like Miami, and then they go uh, in November, you're going to Minnesota. Or Indianapolis. Right? Like, I agree. What? I agree. Where it's three degrees and nothing going on. The question I would have for you, because if you're going to trade him, and I'm sure they'll field calls. I mean, you, you would yeah. never hang up the phone. You're one in five. Who knows what they do this weekend? The question to me is where? The place that makes the most sense to me would be the Bills. But I don't I have no idea. I don't know. I mean, you you look at teams that need a running back are good that want to make a push. I mean, where else would you think to send them? I don't know. I'd have to I'd have to look at those NFL standings, Jerry. I mean, I you know, do the Lions have a running back? Probably. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they've David uh, David Montgomery. That's what I mean like imagine getting traded and having to go to Detroit. Oh my gosh! I'd be like, "What?" Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know where you would send him. I think the Bills make sense, but we'll see what the Giants do. We'll see. It de- a lot's going to depend with the trade deadline. What uh, Halloween? Right? I think Halloween. So we're today's the twentieth. You've really got you've got two games left. I suppose if you won these next two games, assuming you don't trade them prior to, if you got back to three and five, and we've talked about the, I know Boomer doesn't like to hear it, but the softness of the schedule compared to the way it started, the next two games are, I would think, critical in terms of what they're thinking. And I'm seeing another dude on the Giants' offensive line. Shane Lemieux. Yeah, he tore his bicep? Yep. Mm-hmm. Then I was here. I, I had to get this out of an article, Jerry. The Giants have uh, four mm-hmm. offensive linemen that came off the practice squad. 
Yeah. Or off a practice squad because they've gotten Correct. some from other teams. Yeah, because it's really going to go well for Daniel Jones when he comes back. And this Shane Lemieux was the seventh of the original nine linemen that are out. Yeah. They got no shot. I. It's very difficult. Well, you say that, Man. and yet Justin Pugh came, as he That's said, true. off the couch and played relatively well. Matter of fact, if there were there was some there was some statistical or some analytic that I saw that he was among the top linemen in terms of pressure plays, the lack of, you know, the way he played on um, Monday night or Sunday night or whatever Justin that was. Justin Pugh, this is? Yeah. So you're you're right. This is a mash unit at this point. Yeah. But they did get some good play out of one of the guys that stepped in. All right. We need him to bring some of his friends off that couch. Uh, yes, that would be helpful. Then I hope this happens this weekend, Jerry, because it'll be shades of Danny White and the Dallas Cowboys. We got Patrick Mahomes is the backup punter this week. This is awesome. Because Tommy Townsend, their regular punter, now he was hurt last week but did punt through his injuries. Mm-hmm. What's his injury? He's got some sort of leg injury. Okay. Um, but they said he still had problems again this week in practice and that uh, Patrick Mahomes is the backup punter as he punted last in, uh, I think, college. So I think the way this will go is if what you're telling me is correct, that Townsend will get the first punt on Sunday. And if he tweaks something or shanks it or simply can't do it, you'll get Mahomes the rest of the way. That'd be awesome. I'd be setting up all sorts of trick plays with Mahomes as my punter. They might. Right? They might. Although, you would also think, who are they playing again? That's one of our cool games. Chargers. The Chargers. You would also think that, say what you want about Brandon Staley, you got to be ready for it, too. If Mahomes <laughs> is taking that deep snap. Yeah. Oh, man. That's a real deep shotgun. That's the way I look at yeah, it. Yeah. that's uh, That would be neat, though. That would bring us back to our childhood. Yes. When Danny White used to drop back on fourth down and then punt the ball away. The that weirdest one to me in the NFL was the... A boomer's teammate, Pat McNam- Pat McNally, I think his name was. He was a wide receiver slash punter. No kidding. For the Bengals. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. That's some weird, that's some weird wild stuff. You can also see uh, this weekend on, in the NFL, some players uh, will have a international flags on their helmets. Okay. To support to uh, support their heritage, where they're from. You don't have to wear a flag on your helmet, but if you want to wear a flag on your helmet, they're Jerry, allowed to this weekend. Yeah, and the coaches are as well. Okay, and this was an interesting one. I don't know where the coaches will wear theirs because they don't wear helmets. They tell they me they probably have it put on their hat, I would think, or on their sweatshirt. So Bill Belichick is going to wear Croatia. His heritage is from Croatia, and then Brian Dable is going to wear the Canadian flag. I had no I'd idea wear, he was Canadian. I'd wear the American flag. Oh, that's a good Jerry. Yeah, isn't it? That is a good one. I'd go American flag. That's where I would go. That's good. Like my grandparents might or my great grandparents might have been from Italy. Yeah. I've never stepped foot in Italy. Right. I'll wear the American flag. I say either you have to be born in another or country your parents. or your parents. I agree. Your grandparents don't count for you to wear the flag. I, I don't disagree with you. You're absolutely right. All right, one Unless final Unless you're like break. rooting for them in the Olympics or some sort of, uh, you know, one of these international games and you want to root for somebody, soccer, and you I go, think, you know by what? By the way, I think Joel Embiid wants to play for Team USA in the Olympics. I like it. How about that? How about that? All right, we got to take a break. When we come back, we got a couple more minutes for you. And then Boomer and Geo at 6, Football Friday on The Fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. 
The superheroes of WFAN. All right, we got two minutes for you, and then we'll get you to Boomer and Geo on this football Friday. This is a weird story I saw yesterday. You could uh, buy, Jerry, shares in Mickey Mantle's boyhood home. Yeah, I saw this. In Oklahoma. I actually read deep into this yeah. article because it got weirder and weirder okay. as it went on. So $7 per share. It's in a town called Commerce, Oklahoma. How many shares are they selling? Um, that I couldn't figure okay. out. But they they, I guess they're claiming the property is worth like $330,000. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, they caught up with someone in that neighborhood and said the houses here that look like that are $10,000. Oh, God. So I don't know what's going on with this Mickey Mantle house. It clearly needs a little updating. They're screwing the public. Yeah, but they want to make it an Airbnb, like you and your buddies, Jerry. You go to Oklahoma, kind of neat. stay at Mickey Mantle's house. I think they'd have uh, they'd have to have Mickey Mantle like memorabilia in the place, right? I would think so. Turn you it into think? a museum. They want to put a uh, that, little league in the area. All kidding aside, that that would be neat to if you were a Yankee guy to do that. And then to see where he played, like the sandlot he played yes. in, that there, that's kind of cool. I wouldn't go on vacation to do it, but a couple of days, that's kind of neat. I remember a couple of years ago, Bruce Springsteen's house in Freehold, New Jersey. Stalked? No, this is where he grew up in, Okay, was for sale. And it was a very reasonable... I remember that, because I told you you should buy it. Yeah, it was like $330,000. I do remember that. Maybe, like, well, maybe you what? can buy the one he has in Colts Neck when he's done. <laughs> You're loaded, Okay. You can loaded, cash okay. in the damn 401k. You got play. You're single, no kids, and 54. You got plenty of money. You think I could cash in a 401k and buy Bruce Springsteen's farmhouse? No way. I don't know, but you might be able to get a mortgage. <laughs> I don't know how you're going to pay the mortgage, but you that, might be able to get the mortgage. But we'll worry about that after I get the mortgage. What's your Jerry? It's Bruce a, Springsteen's home. I'll just start selling tours. You could. Two Come celebrities, on, one home. <laughs> Bruce and Al. WFAN. WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.